Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect. We're going to have a great time today. You're going to get a fresh perspective on growth from a venture capitalist. And I look forward to introducing you to my new friend, Andrew Gershfeld, here in just a few minutes. As we get started, uh, first of all, hats off to everyone right now who is driving as we head into the last few weeks of this year. It's hard to believe 2021 is wrapping up. We've been saying all year, you got to get it done in 2021. And to all the entrepreneurs out there, sales leaders, marketing leaders, I'm just cheering you on as we as we hit the tape, um, finish strong on this year. It's been an interesting year. But one thing I know about the community of the Revenue Growth Podcast is this is a community of people that's committed to hitting the goals, and it's so exciting to be a part of it. A special thank you as we start to this episode's sponsor, Selling from the Heart. If you have a sales team and want to boost results, you need to get to know Selling from the Heart. You know, what's great about the Selling from the Heart approach is how it takes a different take on driving sales. The goal is to use relational sales skills to build trust quickly with clients and prospects through authenticity. The result, well, more effective prospecting, higher close rates, more referrals, and best of all, the selling from the heart methodology works with your existing sales model. So to learn more, visit www.sellingfromtheheart.net and make sure to listen to me and my co-host Larry Levine each week on the Selling from the Heart podcast. Well, we've got a great conversation teed up for you today. Andrew Gershfeld is an entrepreneur who turned out to be a venture capitalist after selling his company, it was an online couponing company, to a larger e-commerce group. His main expertise is in consumer internet services, e-commerce, B2B, SaaS, virtualization, all of it from a venture capitalist perspective. And as an international business development person at Flint Capital, he also serves as a board member on several different companies. And what I'm excited about today is we're going to get the perspective of a venture capitalist in what it takes to grow and what it takes to grow effectively. So without further ado, let's welcome Andrew to the Revenue Growth Podcast. Andrew, it's great to have you here today. Yeah, Daryl, thank you for inviting me. It's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. these are interesting times right now. And uh, you've had quite a story. You spun up a company sold it uh, relatively quickly and and now you've spent the last decade in VC. Yeah, and it was a ride definitely. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, always a ride, right? This these are adventurous times. Yeah, yeah. Um I accidentally landed up in the VC mostly out of curiosity. I was thinking of um what helps other companies to grow that that fast like Groupon. You we remember how it uh like a Lightning uh, came to an IPO, one of the fastest IPOs at that moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was really curious, and I turned to to my friends, asking them uh, whether you need any other person to to help you uh, with some business experience. And it turns out, for venture capitalists, it is very helpful to be 
an operator uh, at some point uh, to understand what it means to go uh, to the fields and do some job. Nowadays, I'm mostly uh, in the backseat. Uh, we, we try help our uh, CEOs and founders shine. Uh, and with Flink Capital, we always focused on uh, supporting early, early companies uh, at their uh, inflection point where uh, like you turn, um, let's say, first uh, minimum viable product into uh, bigger sales uh, organization. When you, when you start to um, like discover what is your really, what is the model of scaling uh, is. And um, that, that is the perfect moment for us to, to come in and to help, uh, to help founders work. Awesome. Well, I love this conversation because I think this is going to be valuable to all of our listeners to think about and to hear from the perspective of someone in the venture capital space, what, you know, what VCs are looking for when it comes to growth, because whether or not you're in whatever stage your company is in, um, thinking through the, this lens and this perspective, I know is going to be really valuable. So I'm curious when you first come across a company and you go, Wow, what what makes you go? This looks great. Versus, oh, I don't, I don't think we need to talk to these people. <laughs> what what is it that catches your attention? And and what what do you look for as a venture capitalist that you go? I like that. That looks healthy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, venture capital is uh, all about uh, ultimately ultimate growth uh, because uh, first. Uh, the true innovation is uh, something at the core of uh, growing companies. And uh, there are a few stages at which uh, we, can, we can identify really uh, amazing uh, opportunities. Uh, one of the stages, as I said, it's when it is a minimal viable product and we look at it and we say, okay, this team is experienced guys that understand the uh, really uh, interesting market uh, that is uh, huge or is some kind of niche but would uh, expand that niche into be at the core of the market soon and they come up with that knowledge with their understanding of uh, of the sector and say that is the product that that people need that is the basic what you need to start uh, building a business that will grow in future that is something that uh, actually captures the value uh, that brings the value to your clients ultimately um, when you when you pass that stage and uh, it is very well described in the zero to one so when you pass that stage and you go to one to 100 stage mm -hmm. uh, that is where you look at the metrics that is where you see how 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 good is the business model that emerges how how good is um, how good is execution? How good is the uh, how strong are the tailwinds and what are the headwinds of this business model? So we usually, when we look at the companies at that stage, and we try to identify those who are not only um, catering with something new, but those who are uh, work working efficiently uh, at at. Um, at, uh, with the market, working efficiently with their marketing, working efficiently with their sales, and uh, can can prove that it is a scalable uh, business model. 
and later on up to whatever up to the sky uh, it is it is very very important to to see that repeatable uh, flywheel mm -hmm. the dollar that you invest in uh, in uh, uh, in the growth returns you in a certain period of time, returns you more dollars that you can uh, invest further in gr into growth and uh, uh, implies different network effects. So summarizing, I would say initially a huge market or potentially great market, strong team of experienced operators that is leading to that market and uh, um, the business model that is sustainable and can create that type of flywheel and network effects in it to make it scalable. That's what venture capitalists are usually like fond of. <laughs> Which is, uh, I mean, that right there is, uh, and I hope if you're listening in, that's when to re rewind and write down. I mean, those stages right there, those those gates in terms of any business are are really really important there's a couple of things i'd like to key in on um that uh that we talked about um one of those is headwinds and tailwinds so we're in an interesting time right now obviously as we're uh recording this we're in the uh december of of uh 2021 as this is being released we're heading into a new year everybody's doing their swot analysis and trying to make trying to plan in the middle of a really dynamic environment. Um, I'm curious right now, what do you see as you're evaluating business opportunities right now? What are some of the biggest tailwinds and headwinds that you see right now as we look forward into the new year? Wow, uh, exactly the, the point you made. <laughs> uh, well, we, we are in, in the middle of some great change. You know, the pandemic shifted a lot of gears and mm -hmm. um, it's a good for, for, for us as uh, software investors. It's, it's really time to, 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 to be very active and to, to do uh, a lot of things and to, or, to eat, eat uh, our cake. So, uh, I would say that everything that is enabling us like talking now through distance and uh, to communicate and all that kind of things is, is, is having a, a strong tailwind. Everything that uh, has uh, that lowers barriers, everything that uh, makes, uh, ex gives access to information, gives access to capital, gives access to knowledge, um, is having, having a strong uh, tailwind. Uh, on the headwind side, you know, we've been, we've been separated for a while with each other. We've been not traveling a lot. And uh, I think that, that also put, uh, bottlenecks in the supply chain that we have right now uh, potentially some kind of um, instability of uh, prices and inflation. Um, that can be a challenge for, for, for everyone in general and for certain businesses in general. But I think that technology and productivity growth uh, based on a technology is something that will open, open uh, us for, for the growth. So in terms of uh, like being uh, a venture capitalist nowadays uh, is as good as 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 always i mean but uh, even better than before so, 
<laughs> so that's that's my formula. Um, we've seen a very low barriers for capital right now, and that is something that allows a lot of business, a lot of people to start businesses. And I think uh, different crisis model uh, moments and different uh, like turbulences is a really good moment to emerge for new technology, uh, new new uh, startups. We we have seen a lot of multi-billion companies uh, appearing out of 2008 uh, in, in software, in consumer uh -huh. space, and et cetera. Uh, we believe that uh, these uh, few years uh, that we've been in will lead us to, uh, to new, new wave of innovation. Um, we are big believers in health tech and uh, in uh, biotech. Um, We've been investor in one of the largest uh, fintech companies uh, called Flow Health already, and we see how this market is transforming. Um, so, uh, especially with the amount of money that have flown, thanks to well, when sometimes we can thank the COVID at certain right. point, yeah, uh, into into that space and into health system, into into research, into everything. So, um, I, I think we have a strong tailwind in that space. Awesome. It's very interesting times right now. And um, as I was just writing my article in Forbes this week, you know, change is change is one of those things that, you know, sometimes as entrepreneurs, we first have this gut reaction to these big changes, whether it's, you know, things we didn't plan for, like the pandemic or just trends like, you know, analog to digital in whatever industry you're in. And, and we go, oh, no, it's going to disrupt our business model. But the great news is, oh, yes, it's going to it's going to disrupt your business model, which means yeah, it means that there's opportunity right now. And this is, you know, as challenging as these times have been, one of the things that I think is so um, amazing about where we sit today is in all of these areas in virtually every industry has been disrupted in some way. So when that happens, the innovators have the opportunity to step out and invent the next version of, of whatever's going to come to markets. To me, while these times have been and continue to be challenging in so many different ways, I see uh, excitement in terms of innovation, growth, and entrepreneurship. But, you know, in all of it, one of the things that, that I want to talk about next that you touched on in all of this, you can have the most innovative idea in the world. You can have, you know, 100 mile an hour tailwinds blowing you along. Um, and you can have all the uh, all this all the great technology or, or in the world. But if you don't have a good flywheel, if you don't have sales and marketing processes, what I call the revenue growth engine in place, a great idea without an engine behind it is going to get stuck in the lab and never make it to market. So I'm curious when it comes to your look, you talked about companies that reach that stage. They've got, you know, their minimum viable product and now they're getting ready to, to go to market. What do you look for in sales and marketing? What, what, what do you look for where you, once again, where you go, ah, these guys got it going on versus, I don't know about this one. <laughs> you know, where, where, where are what are the things that you look for in a company from a sales and marketing standpoint that that make you feel confident in? Investing? Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Well, one of our our founders, uh, one of the top performing companies in our portfolio, they usually say, like, uh, best products never win. (laughs) And the the, the answer to that is uh, sales and marketing always wins. So the, the, there, there is mantra that we, we usually look at um, the companies that have the vision of, of building the organization. Um, we look for, uh, sometimes we don't look for efficiency there because at some point it is not important. But when the company grows, we want to see that, uh, as I mentioned before, the dollars transform into more dollars you are not selling like a uh, dollar for 90 cents and uh, that is important so uh we we look for leadership leadership uh, is really important because um it helps to build the competent team and to 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 build uh, uh to 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 to, get, uh, to collect uh, the the right people together into a united effort Mm-hmm. Uh, so the second thing, uh, in terms of in terms of metrics, we usually see into dynamics that we have. Like, uh, what is the growth pace? Uh, is it is it steady? Is it flattering? Is it is it uh, is it uh, accelerating? That is an important indicator of uh, how the how the flywheel started to work or not. Because when it starts working you have acceleration, not uh, deceleration. Mm-hmm. Um, we, also, we also look at some, at some uh, uh, level at uh, retention that, uh, and uh, uh, net dollar expansion if it is uh, related to B2B uh, things. Uh, so th- these are indicators that we will see sooner or later this fly will working. So, um, majorly, mm, I, I, I would say uh, the scope of analysis is not that big, and uh, sometimes you need just to understand how do entrepreneurs and their team is measuring things. Uh, but really, a few few indicative points that are important for us uh, to to like at least to initiate the deeper discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you, when you look at a company and you go, these, these people are totally missing the boat. Where, where are companies, where do you see companies that are in uh, heading for dangerous waters or uh, where do you look? What, what are some of the indicators that you look at a company and go, these people are in trouble. They're not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we usually try not to, not to count the judgment that they don't want to make it uh, because you never know, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the world is full of surprises. Sometimes you, they understand, uh, the founders usually understand much more than you do. So mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's, it's, it's a good thing to just step aside and uh, take a second look or maybe return back later and uh, revise your opinion. Uh, well, uh, the major indicator for us is, uh, as I said, if, if they're selling the dollar for 90 cents for a long time without building any barrier of entry for competition or uh, building network effects, that is the strong indicator. And the second thing is if they, they are not retaining users or not uh, expanding their business with enterprise. Uh, that is the second indicator that feels us like 
is there a value in what they're doing? Uh, do the people really think that uh, it's worth the money they charge? So mm -hmm. that these two things majorly give you a very straightforward uh, understanding. Very, very interesting. You know, as we look forward, we're sitting here on the edge of a new year. Um, I'm just curious what you're most excited about in 2022, where you see the opportunity and, and what you're, what you're fired up about. Oh, well, that's amazing. We, 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 we are looking at, at trends right now. We're revising them. I wouldn't say we have finished our exercise yet, but, mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm really excited to see what uh, 22 will bring us. Um, well, naturally, uh, the capital markets are very, very crazy right now, and it impacts venture capital a lot. So this transformation that happens is uh, is is really really important to to understand, and I think uh, it will it will it will bring a lot of a lot of surprises uh, maybe in in a year or two. Uh, to us, we may not see the, the uh, venture and private equity industry the, the same as it was before. Uh, I'm not uh, like forecasting any any <laughs> strong um, storms, but I'm forecasting the, like the transformation of uh, what how people will be doing things. And there's mm -hmm. been few few indications that it is happening like uh, sequoia is transforming uh, tiger global is transforming those those guys are doing great job to lead the industry um well uh, other in terms of trends uh, i would say um, we will see digital transformation in the corporations they are not there yet they are not uh, th there is a lot of work to be done on efficiency on software adoption on all that kind of things. And I'm pretty sure that uh, companies that work with digital transformation will shine for the next decade. And uh, uh, as, as, as I mentioned before, health tech, that is, that is one of the things that uh, I believe uh, is having great momentum and it will continue that way. So um, performance-wise, uh, uh, I don't know what will be winning, uh, but uh, uh, I'm definitely sure that any of those sectors will continue to be very appealing and uh, very, very well funded. Oh, very, very interesting. It is going to be a fun year indeed. As we wrap up, um, you know, we've got lots of entrepreneurs listening in. There's some folks listening in on this that may just have a great idea um, and, you know, in 2022 may be their year to step out and, and turn that idea into a company for that entrepreneur that is sitting there listening right now and says, I got a great idea to solve a problem. Um, where, what, where, what advice would you give to that person that's thinking about setting out and starting their own, um, venture? Oh well, <laughs> as 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 I as, as I remember my my early days as entrepreneur, uh, I would say that uh, it was it was it was a crazy crazy part of, of my time. I I I do not regret any 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 moment of it, uh, but the support of my family and support of uh, uh, close people friends was was really important. 
because you have ups and downs, highs and lows, everything can go very, very uh, different direction than you expect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So build that, build that relationship uh, alongside with what you are going to do. So don't, I mean, that is, that is my learning that you, you need to have that buffer to protect you from those uh, turbulences along the way. Um, and uh, well, uh, aiming big is never, never failed uh, because at least you will achieve something in half of your dreaming. Uh, that's still good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Shoot for the moon. And if you get halfway, you're doing really well. Yeah, it's still good. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what a fun conversation. I just want to say thank you on behalf of the Revenue Growth Podcast audience for sharing time with us today. Uh, this has been a great conversation. Thank you, Daryl. Awesome. Pleasure talking. Awesome. And everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience, thank you to you as well. We are finishing strong in 2021. And so as we've been saying all year, we got to get it done in 2021. So I want to challenge you to keep driving, keep pushing, get strategic, take what you learned today from Andrew, apply it to your business. It doesn't matter whether you're uh, an established company, you're a startup, you're looking for capital, or you're just, you're just growing and, and crushing it. What Andrew shared today is a really great perspective that I think is helpful to all of us. So we've got some great episodes coming up as we head into the holiday season and on into the new year. Please hit subscribe, like, or whatever platform you're listening on. Leave us a review. That helps us spread the word on the Revenue Growth Podcast. My commitment to you is to continue to bring you fresh ideas that are going to help you accelerate your growth. So let's get at it. Thank you to everybody. Happy holidays. And as we say every week, let's get going and let's get growing. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.